the guys who stand out are the guys who plan interesting dates, not expensive ones, interesting, who make an effort, who make suggestions. Once COVID-19 hit, I knew I wanted to restart this podcast. Like many of my friends, I'm sure you're wondering how to date right now. So pardon the lower quality audio of my guests, and let's get to talking about how to date right now. Hello, welcome to What She's Thinking. I'm Greg Schwartz, your dating coach. Men like you have sent in questions about dating and sex. I have a group of women that are going to answer your questions, and I'll help clarify their answers so you hear exactly what these women want and why. Send in your questions at debugdating.com questions. Now, ladies, please introduce yourselves. I'm Asian. I'm quite small, brown skin. I'm 35. I am in marketing. I'm pretty warm. I have a very Asian background. So I come from a very large family. So we're very warm. We're very outgoing, very inclusive. And that's how I guess I would also approach dating. I'm very extroverted and I have a very keen ability to bring people together collectively in a very comfortable environment. I'm also 35 and I live in LA. So big populated area. I work in the education field. I, I'm very geeky, work with IT and stuff and uh, ride motorcycles all the time. I actually don't own a car. And I, I'm very outgoing. I, I do a lot. Well, before all this virus stuff went down, I, I was out doing a lot of uh, work, traveling all over Southern California. But uh, now I'm home. I, I started farming with 3D printers. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, to keep me busy. Is that what we're hearing in the background sometimes, the, the sort of little noises? Yeah, I'm uh, currently printing out miniature baby Yodas for my friends. Yeah, that's that's what's going on. Nice. <laughs> Let's see, vibe you'd get from me? Well, I, I'm definitely one to talk. I like conversations. I like intelligent ones. Um, I, I really like to learn more about people and what they do, what kind of talents they have, what, what things do they bring to the table, what's cool about them, what makes them tick. And that's a good way to start a conversation is finding something that you can bounce an idea off of. So you talk to me for a while, there'll probably be something we can talk about. Are your expectations of guys' efforts to date you higher or lower than what you had before COVID? We've men don't ever have expectations. <laughs> I will say that I believe in the good things come to those who wait category. I'm one of those that said, I myself, am not going to try to meet somebody until this is all over. If that person is willing enough to continue good conversation and, and good interactions online and try to establish a level of rapport and maybe some playfulness in there without looking creepy and still have that same level of respect and you know, you start developing like a friendship and they want to continue talking to you, even with all of this going on, and already start thinking about, hey, you know, when this is finally over, like, which restaurant do you want to go to when we don't have to do takeout anymore? I think that, if anything, this is a great time to gauge, like, who really wants to get to know you after all of this is over, which means taking advantage of the forms of communication that we have available right now, everything digital. There are so many video apps out there and chats and opportunities. I mean, text messaging isn't dead, you know? It's a good time to see who wants to really, like, really try. I don't like using the E word either, but, you know, the expectation is, is that the people who are trying now, if they really want you, they're going to keep trying. Right, exactly what she said. For me, my expectation of a man is that you want me, you go all out. 
like that's really it. What does going all out look like for you? Oh, getting to know you as a person, understanding your interests, understanding who you are, understanding how to build rapport with you, understanding how to read you as a person or trying to read you as a person, wanting to get to know your life, wanting to be present in your life. Yeah, spending time with you. It's, everyone has different languages of love, right? For me, it's time. And if I'm able to stand a person for 24 hours, oh yeah, I kind of like that person. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that was actually going to be my next question. What are your top two? So Z, what's your second, if your first is quality time? My second language of love, specifically, mm -hmm. are touch. Gotcha. Yeah. And Z, how about you? What are your top two? Hmm. Let's see. If you need a reminder on what the five are, I'm happy to give you that. I, I would say just for, for my references, it's been a while. <laughs> quality time, touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts. Mm. There's five. Yes. Well, you know, quality time is definitely a top one for me. But the other one is acts of service. You know, we went back to the topic of guys who can think on their feet and come up with rational solutions during an emergency. And uh, being able to do those things, I feel that someone who actually makes the effort to try to be a person who can at least suggest a solution is definitely a plus one in my book. Nice. You know, normally we have coffee dates and dinner dates and hiking dates and that kind of thing. What are sort of the types you can think of for video dates? So to be more specific, are you thinking like a first date or an ongoing for date? For a first date, yeah. First dates, I've often found them just to be just probably the most casual thing. Make sure your lighting's good. Make sure your audio is good. Have your water and just hash things out, you know, say hi. It's like the virtual table, the person across from you. Talk about yourself. And if things click, then you'll forget how long it, it took to do it. So just don't use Zoom because it has a 40-minute limit. That's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I work in tech too, so I kind of laugh about Zoom a lot. Really, even though you're not face-to-face, -face, you are seeing someone's face. You are seeing somebody. And it does matter that the person cares enough to make sure that the angle of the phone or the tablet's correct or that they're in front of their computer and they're not looking like this. She's leaning way out of frame, so she was barely visible. Yeah. You know, you're taking the time to at least make your online presence look respectable and uh, focused. That helps a lot. I find the idea of the first date is always so contrived, going to a bar and everything. I've not even gone on a video date just because um, it's, I feel sometimes it's it it's so contrived, you know, just going on a date and trying to get to know each other in a forced situation. But what's worked with one guy was we were chatting a lot and he seemed very intriguing and perceptive and engaging enough. And when he asked for a FaceTime, it's just for a FaceTime conversation, it just seemed natural. And I actually liked the FaceTime conversations in bed when I'm maybe about to sleep, you know, so we both relaxed and a bit more vulnerable. Sitting across each other at a table sometimes felt very contrived and you're not close and you're not vulnerable. You're just putting on a front. And I think that's the hard part with online dating going on first dates. You know, both know in a situation where you have your guard down and you're both vulnerable to opening up with each other in a very humane manner. So are there any other kinds of things you think about with a video date? Like, as C was saying, maybe... I want to see the lighting is good. I'm guessing probably not if you're lying in bed. I asked him to show me his room. A guy that needs speaks volumes about how he takes care of himself. So I don't really care that about the lighting, etc., etc. I would like to see his environment. And if it's it's messy, I'm like, oh yeah, it's not happening. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. also give him a tour of your oh, room? Oh, yeah. 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 It speaks volume of, volumes about who you are. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's actually something that's come up on a previous podcast. Doing a tour of each other's homes is oh, a very yeah. fun video date. Yeah. Yeah, I would often see that probably a couple of video dates down the road. I often think that the first one's more like that icebreaker, seeing, okay, mm. do I want to talk to you again kind of conversation? And then I'd go there. Are there other kinds of video dates that you think would be interesting for after the first date? Each person orders their favorite takeout, has dinner. They talk about what they like in their takeout. Just have dinner and chat. I think that that would be a, a fun one, especially because we got to keep our restaurants alive here. You know, It's also a nice insight into what kind of food does this person like? Definitely. And I can already hear the guys listening from the future. Are you thinking it would be nice if he got your takeout? Or is that something that feels kind of strange and artificial? I would probably say that's that really is a case-to-case basis. If you had that date, would you want him to say, hey, I'll Venmo you 20 bucks for the pizza you ordered? Yeah. So. Or or if you're, if you're having fun with it, you could go, hey, which restaurant are you ordering from? And this is assuming that you're close or if it's a chain, they could order on your behalf. And of course, Please make sure you disclose all of your allergies. Definitely the allergy thing was one thing I was about to ask about. But would you feel uncomfortable giving him your address to be able to get the delivery? See, that's where it gets interesting. I guess it really just depends on comfort level of a person. The first time you do it, would you go Dutch? It really just depends on your trust level. The other option is for the first time, I'd say go Dutch. And then if you feel comfortable enough, do it again. It really is dependent on the person and their comfort level with that person and how much they've talked to them and how much they've interacted prior to that and and also how far away they are. For example, if you're dating someone and they're like 200 miles away, I don't think that's a problem. That's true. Although I personally don't understand either the, I'm going to set my location to be 200 miles radius. So I agree with you on that logic. Yeah. So it really just depends. But I would think that would be a fun one to try. You know, I I was thinking about that going like, wait, what did you put in your Chipotle burrito? Like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Z, what about you? Would you want to just order it yourself or would you want him to order it for you and give your address or have him Venmo you something? Definitely him order. Like the men... I've had this conversation with my friend James last night about who pays on the first date. I mean, you'll get to that later. But in essence, it's like some girls like me or women like me, we, I gauge a man's interest by him going out of his way to take care of me on the first date. Not like a damsel in distress, but like the man who I, I can like who I know and continue seeing me. Or continuously making an effort, normally on the first couple of dates, the first few dates, they offer to pay or they pay for it or they won't let me pay for that. I will, I will always offer because I'm always trying to gauge their interest. And it's not like it's a transaction, but that when he goes out his way to find out what you like, like the, some of the nice dates I've been on, they go out their way to find out what I like and they order and they're like, no, of course they don't expect me to vend more. Like it's just like chivalry. It's just chivalrous and it's really attractive, especially on the first couple of dates. Gotcha. So when you're online dating, what do you look for on someone's Instagram? What stands out or what makes you go, ugh? Uh, Let's see. What makes me go, uh, I'll start with that. What makes me go, uh, every picture is a selfie. That's a a big one for me. A lot of the pictures are the same. I'm a little bit of a grammar nerd, like I said, educator here, force of habit. If your descriptions are lame... 
<laughs> and what I describe by lame is often misspelled or childish or don't offer really much insight into the photo that you just took. Variety. That's a huge thing for me is it's kind of like a snapshot into, you know, who you are in, in many ways. I wouldn't call it an online resume, but what comes out of your lens? What are things that you focus on? What are, for example, if it's a person that likes cars, okay, let's just, that, that, that's a common one. And uh, they take lots of pictures of cars and they take lots of pictures of parts and maybe nice sunsets and things like that. It's like, okay, you get out a lot. You like cars and you get out a lot and you like parts. Okay, cool. Now that's interesting. Not this is me today. Oh, this is me in front of this. The selfie game is not that strong. <laughs> you don't have too many selfies. It's just, no. Sounds like selfies are definitely a use minimally kind of thing. Unless it's for a joke of some sort. I've seen some pretty well done selfies where it was meant as a joke. It's like one out of 20 shots on an Instagram. Okay, that's acceptable. I love it on their profile when they're able to take the piss out of themselves. And I love it on their profile when they're able to articulate their thoughts mm -hmm. very well. You can tell by the, the articles that they post. A huge turnoff, of course, like C said, is selfies. But another funny story, the other day my friend showed me this guy. She had linked up online and she checked out his Instagram. And there was a video of him running towards a rock and jumping off a rock and then landing and going like, yeah, it seemed so vain and contrived. We were taking the piss out of that. And we agreed like she shouldn't reach out to him again. But that was really unique because it was... It was vanity on another level. From the description, I'm not really following you. What made it really vain? So he took a slow-mo video of himself running on a rock, on a, on a small rock and jumping off it and twirling in the air and landing and going like, yeah, you know, like I did it. What do you do? What do you do, honey? <laughs> See, it seemed like vanity on a on a. On a, on a different level, that's all. So what like C was saying is, it's the vanity shots. It's not really just selfies. It's the way they portray themselves in a very vain manner. So not just the selfies being vain, but other photos that oh, could be vain video well. photos, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. oh, I mean, just to hop on that, every car shot's a Lamborghini. And like, you know, this is yes. why, yeah, I want to be me. And then let's say you end up meeting this person and he's in a, like a 93 accurate. Where does that Lambo you keep posting online, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. So. But, you know, you need to see your target audience. If some girls, are, they buy that, right? So the girls who will be attracted to Mary Lamborghini, they will be girls, but they're just women who appreciate perhaps material wealth, which is not wrong, you know, but you're no. just attracting a different target audience. That's yeah. All. It does reflect who the person is. Mm. So you use that information to make your decisions, you know, at that point. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. If you're having sex, has anything changed about it because of the coronavirus? When they come in, the minute they come in, you got to wash your hands. That should be common sense, I think, when we're, this is all over. I think it just it should be normal. You know, this hand sanitizer spray bottle, you know, it's going <laughs> to... Hand-washing station at the front door of every house. Yeah, there you go. Straight to the kitchen with you. Yeah, I really can't answer that question because right now, not having any, so really can't answer that one. But at the same time, it all does break down to, for me, common sense and safe practices. It's making sure that you are doing what you can to stay safe. That's huge. Definitely. So anything else that you'd like to tell the men listening 
particularly things you'd love them to do more of. Like during this quarantine? Particularly during this quarantine, yes. Plan interesting dates after the quarantine, just in general. Again, I was having a conversation with my friend James yesterday, and it was about planning dates. The guys who stand out are the guys who plan interesting dates, not expensive ones, interesting, who make an effort, who make suggestions. One of my ex-boyfriends, he was really fun to be around with because he was always planning stuff. He would check with me like if I would be interested, but he was always planning different things and showing me his culture and showing me his side of his side of life and it was very engaging what are some examples of interesting dates so men know what you mean by that oh no because he was um, mexican-american so he would take me to a lot of mexican festivals i've never been to you know i'm from southeast asia so he would take me to all these mexican festivals mexican food stores pop-ups I was always planning films, even film nights. We didn't do very expensive things or expensive restaurants. It was just drives, hikes, you know. Yeah. So it sounds like what was interesting about that was it was things that you hadn't done before because it was a culture you hadn't been exposed to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Gotcha. See, how about you? Well, I would say during the quarantine is if you are, you know, expressing interest in somebody is definitely give them something good to look forward to. Definitely, if it's somebody who you find attractive and interesting and you want to continue having the conversations, it doesn't hurt to continue the conversations, to be open and vulnerable and to ask the questions that you need to ask so that when you get to that point of, okay, we can now physically interact with each other safely, you know, you can hit the ground running when that happens. I have found with the people that I've seen for a longer time is that they're interesting both in person and also when you're far away from them. And they, they continue to find a way to pique your interest long after they leave physically and they're not together on a date or something. You know, this is a great time. Yeah, sure, you know, you only have a screen. Sure, you may only have voice chat or, or video or something like that. But you can do a lot without having to really go out of your comfort zone. And keeping that interest and keeping that energy, you can do it if that person is worth it to you. And you're looking forward to finally having that picnic at the park when you're allowed to go to the park again, it'll be there. So it sounds like give them something to look forward to is continue talking and staying connected and sort of building a a relationship even while you're still virtual. Is that right? Yes, definitely. Awesome. Anything else that either of you want to add? Check your grammar. (laughs) I tell them that a lot, but yes, it's a helpful reminder. Please check your grammar, guys. Yeah, and and watch the angles on your photographs, seriously. This is coming from a professional photographer. (laughs) Oh, boy. Tough room, man. Tough room. The real tip men should take away from this is that women don't go out thinking like, I want to have sex. You know, we don't. Sometimes it just happens because... We meet a guy who is mentally and emotionally stimulating, as well as also physically attractive. Physical attraction, though, for women ranks third. You gotta be mentally and emotionally stimulating, and then you get to the sex, and then you get lucky. So don't go with the mindset like, oh, she wants to get laid as much as me. She doesn't function like that. You know, she's got a ton of things on her mind, and mm-hmm. she does like sex. In order to get there, you got to go through a couple of hoops, unfortunately, especially if she's an interesting person. Yeah, definitely effort's got to be there. Yeah, sometimes it's not even the effort. Like, make yourself interesting, you know? Be stimulated. Like, just make yourself interesting and be nice and engaging and warm and learn to have the ability to build rapport. That's important. I mean, 
look at some inspirational speakers, one of the key things they tell you is build rapport. It's much more better than trying to hit on a girl. Thanks, Greg. This was fun. Bye. Sweet. Thank you. Bye. Great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to What She's Thinking. To help other men find the podcast, please write a review on iTunes. And to get your questions answered, go to debugdating.com slash questions. Finally, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. What else you'd like to hear? Anything that you think would make it better? Feel free to email me at greg at debugdating.com. Thanks, and stay safe out there.